Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Welcome to the 49ers First and 10 podcast. I'm your host, Brianna McDonald, and I'm joined by 49ers team reporter, Lindsay Polaris, and special guest, Bridget Condon from NFL Network. Bridget, thanks for joining us and talking playoffs. I'm so excited to see you guys this weekend. I'm happy to be in California because I was in Detroit last week and it was freezing, but I'm mad that it's going to be raining. So I don't know. Beggars can't be choosers. Yep. Well, the Niners are starting their postseason run this Saturday since they're the number one seed. But what have you thought about the NFC race so far? It's been exactly what I predicted, which is that I couldn't predict any of it. It has been crazy. Um, you know, there's just been so many games that maybe people didn't anticipate would be happening this weekend, which I think adds to the excitement and the joy. I don't think a lot of people had envisioned the 49ers playing the Packers this weekend. A lot of people thought the Cowboys would beat the Packers. So that's been fun. And then, um, as I mentioned, I was in Detroit for Jared Goff, Matthew Stafford. That was fun. There's been so many good storylines, of course. Um, you know, it's just been exactly what I thought it would be, which is chaos. Chaos. Yeah, that's what we're expecting for the rest of the playoffs also. But one of the biggest stories of this playoff race has been the next generation of quarterbacks, all the young guys under center that are taking the league by storm, like CJ Stroud, Jordan Love, and our guy, Brock Purdy. But for Brock, this isn't going to be his first rodeo. Lindsay, what's his mindset like going into his second postseason? Yeah, this is definitely an older, more mature, wiser Brock Purdy. And I think that says a lot because Brock Purdy is an incredibly humble, even-keeled kind of guy anyway. So now he just has an extra year of experience under his belt. If you think about this time last year when he was getting ready to make his playoff debut, he had only five starts under his belt, got thrown in in the middle of that Week 13 matchup for Jimmy Garoppolo, and then had really no time to process anything when he became that starting QB. Um, he did say he is leaning on the experience from last year and also calling back to just the emotion and the intensity of what the playoffs bring. It's something he said he rewatches those games to kind of remind himself at what it feels like to be in a playoff atmosphere. Um, but obviously he isn't worrying about a lot of the things that he had to keep in the back of his mind, you know, taking care of the football and making sure he can't still lets the ball rip and not playing scared. All those things that were still kind of fresh in his mind last year. Um, so he's just feeling a little bit older, a little bit wiser, and a little bit more confident heading into Saturday's game. Yep, something the Niners are excited about with this postseason run is that they're the number one seed this time, but 
the Packers have had the hot hand going into this contest. They've been playing playoff football for about, what, five weeks now? And we've seen and heard a lot about Jordan Love and all his offensive weapons. Bridget, can you take us into the other side of the ball and break down Green Bay's defense? Yeah, we talk about this Packers team as having so many young players, right? Like the youngest team to ever win a playoff game. But some of their veterans come on the defensive side of the ball, like guys like Rashawn Gary, Darnell Savage, who have played the 49ers before and who have played in the postseason. So that's kind of something to keep an eye on. A lot of the 49ers or Packers team is playing so freely because they don't know that the 49ers have beat them four times in the postseason, right? That's not Aaron Rodgers. That's not Devontae Adams. That's not that same team. But this defense does kind of remember some of those tough games to losing to the 49ers. So that's something to keep an eye on when you hear everybody talk about the youth. Remember that there are guys on the team that, you know, have been around a while. Um, The defense is finding its stride. They did lose um, a big piece uh, on their defense in that game against the Cowboys. Kingsley, I'm going to make sure I say this right. Enigbare um, tore his ACL. So, you know, it, it'll be a test to see how they look without without him. They've kind of, like I mentioned, found their stride. They've had 13 sacks the past three games. Um, Jair Alexander, another guy to keep an eye on. He is questionable as of right now. He did not practice today. I listened to Matt LaFleur this morning, and he said hopefully he plays on Saturday. Remember, he had a kind of freak injury in practice last week where he hurt his ankle didn't practice last week, but then had a great game. He had that interception. Um, They also had another interception in that game that turned into a pick six. So that's kind of where this defense can make a big difference in this game. If they are able to force turnovers and get some takeaways, they're five and one when they cause multiple takeaways. So of course that's going to be a huge issue. And we talk about this 49ers offense and how great they are. One of the games I was at this year was the Ravens game and how did the Ravens end up beating the 49ers well it was because Brock Purdy threw four interceptions right so I think a lot of the guys understand that that was the Ravens uh maybe equation for beating them and they want to try and make Brock Purdy uncomfortable but as you guys know he is one of the best quarterbacks under pressure so I don't I don't know how uncomfortable you can make him but they'll try Yeah, well, Lindsay, as we gear up for this contest, what are some matchups you're going to be keeping your eye on in this one? Yeah, so the matchup I'm most excited to see play out is CMC, the scrimmage triple crown winner, NFL rushing yards leader. He's coming back healthy, did not play in that week 18 regular season finale against the Rams and also obviously had this week off because of the first round bye. He's coming off a mild calf strain. He was a full go this entire week of practice. So you've got a healthy CMC going up against a Packers run defense that has been pretty up and down over the course of this 2023 season. Um, At four points in the year, the Packers have allowed 200 plus yards on the ground. They lost all four of those games. So if you've got a healthy CMC doing what he does, and we've seen him score three, four touchdowns in a game, um, it could be a not so great day for the Packers run defense. It just depends. I will say they did end the regular season on a high note. They held all four of their last regular season teams under 100 yards rushing, only gave up 123 to the Dallas Cowboys in that wild card game. So We'll see what happens. Yeah, we should have a fired up CMC in this contest. But Bridget, is there going to be a matchup to watch in this game for you? I'm going to kind of take the opposite approach of what Lindsay just said. I'm interested in seeing this Jordan Love offense. He's so hot right now. He has the most 
touchdowns in the NFL since week 11. He has the best touchdown to interception rate since week 11 of anyone in the NFL. How is he going to respond against a 49ers defense that is top three in scoring defense? You know, we talk about all the all pros. What do you guys have? Nine all pros or nine pro bowlers on your team? Like nine there, pro bowlers. Yeah, there is so much talent on this team, especially on defense. How is this young team going to look against this 49ers defense? Aaron Jones is playing out of his mind. He's had the best four-game stretch of his career, 100 yards on the ground in each of those four games. Can he continue that success against the, a Niners defense that's getting healthy? Eric Armstead back. I know you just mentioned there's like one or two guys on the injury report that are questionable. That has not been the case for this Niners team for much of the season. So, you know, can this Jordan Love like era continue or um, is that a Taylor Swift reference? Maybe. Um, <laughs> can this continue or is the 49ers defense just going to be too much and, you know, the Cinderella story ends here? Yeah. Well, San Francisco will have a stacked and pretty healthy defense going into this contest. But moving on to another topic, I'm so glad that this podcast is on camera because we've got some Levi's gear to show off. Lindsay, can you show the gear you're wearing right now? Yeah, Bridget, we were talking about this with you before the podcast started, but this is our Levi's 49ers collab, and this is to celebrate the rich history of both these iconic brands. There's three pieces in the collection, and Bree's wearing one of them. I'm wearing the black hoodie with the matte black logo on it. We've got some Niners Levi's patches. Um, it's a three-piece collection. Bree, why don't you show off the one you're wearing? <laughs> yeah, this is the tie-dye unisex crew neck. Um, pretty cool. We got a Niners patch, Levi's patch, and then I think we've got our Super Bowl years in Roman numerals, which I think is pretty cool. Nice touch. We're going to snag you one, Bridget. I was going to say, and here is my black, um, I believe it's from Amazon, turtleneck. <laughs> but yeah, so, so we're so excited to see the Niners fill the stands in this contest. Bridget, I just want to hear your take on the faithful, the Niners fan base, and what oh, yeah. you've seen from them over the years. It's crazy. It's one of my favorite stadiums to go to because I I love an outdoor stadium. I don't know why. I just think it the, the ambiance of it, 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 something special about it. I was there on Christmas, like I mentioned, and like it was insane. There were so many people there all having a good time. Uh, a lot of the players, I've been listening to Packers locker room interviews and talking with some guys. They all mentioned it. Like the guys who have been there before understand that it's going to be tough. It's going to be hard, especially on offense to hear each other. And they know that faithful to the Bay, like they, you guys are going to pack out the the stadium. Um, and, you know, fans ha didn't get the opportunity to watch their team last week. So I think they're mm -hmm. super excited to finally see what, um, you know, hopefully ends in a, a Super Bowl. Well, speaking of the faithful, we've got some questions from them that we can answer on this podcast, some questions directly from the faithful. So if you signed up for our text messages with the 49ers, you had a chance to submit any question you'd like, and we've got a few answers for you today. So um, let's see, Amber from Sacramento asks, how dominant is CMC after a few weeks of rest? What's he like at practices? Lindsay, you spoke about it just earlier, but how did practices go for CMC this week? Yeah, you know, so obviously we don't get to watch the entirety of practice, but from what you see in individual position drills, I mean, it looks like he hasn't skipped a beat. And we heard head coach Kyle Shanahan talk about this, that Christian McCaffrey is the type of guy that has been ready for every playoff game he's ever been part of, from Pop Warner all the way up to the pros. Um, he has been, you know, chomping at the bit to get back into action. That's something that he definitely talked about this week and just 
now that he's got a few weeks of or a couple weeks of rest under his belt, I mean, you've got to be really eager to see just what he can do on the field. He's got an entire body of work and all pro season under his belt. So I would imagine that you're going to see a lot of the same on Saturday. All right, Bridget, what have you seen from CMC this season? Um, I've just seen a dominant performer. I actually covered him. I used to work down in North Carolina, and I remember him his first couple years in the league with the Panthers, and I thought he was incredible back then. I think he's just as good this year. It's it's not one of those things you typically see with running backs, right? Like they kind of get to a certain age, and you've endured so much that sometimes you start to trend downward. I don't think that's the case. Christian McCaffrey, I think could run through a brick wall uh, at this point. He is an incredible part of the San Francisco 49ers offense. I think when he has a great game, he opens up things for the entire offense and all their weapons. Um, you know, and I, I think he's also just one of the guys that you love to interview, right? Because he's so nice and, and such a good person, both on and off the field. And how, how can you not root for someone who is that um, dominant, you know, as a person and as a player? Absolutely. Well, next is Derek from Santa Clara. They are asking which defensive player is going to make the biggest impact versus the Packers. I think it'll be Chase Young. Go Niners. That's from Derek Lindsay. Who on defense is going to make the biggest impact this Saturday? You know, I think a lot of eyes are on defensive lineman Chase Young. Obviously, he was a late season addition for the 49ers, and he has yet to start a game for the 49ers. But with Cleveland Furl out uh, because of that knee injury that he sustained, um, he is going to likely be the person that will set the edge with Nick Bosa. Um, and, you know, I think it's going to be all eyes on him. We've seen him and Nick Bosa play very well together. They obviously that have that history together from Ohio State. Um, so I think this is the week that we see a lot more playing time for him. And Bridget, any defensive San Francisco 49ers player you think is going to make the biggest impact against Green Bay? Yeah, I kind of mentioned this earlier. I feel like Eric Armstead is due for a big game, uh, just like feeling healthy, everything that he's been saying this week that I've heard. Um, yeah, I just see him come back and like stop that run and really uh, be a challenge for the Packers offense. Yeah. All right, Faithful. That will do it for this episode. If you'd like to send us any question you have, we are happy to answer them. So text first and 10 to 408 715 Again, that's the number 1ST ampersand 10 to 408-715-4949 to submit your questions. We'll have all the details written out for you on 49ers.com, but that will do it for today. Thank you, Lindsay and Bridget, for joining me in this update. Don't forget to follow First and 10 on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Turn on the notifications so you're in the know when we post any breaking news updates. And thank you, Faithful, for tuning in. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.